Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Tuesday, June 16th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Missouri civil rights advocates say a U.S. Supreme Court decision is a win for gay and transgender workers. But they add more explicit legal protections are needed for LGBTQ workers in Missouri. More on that in a bit. Also today, more protests are planned in the St. Louis region as demonstrators take to the streets calling for an end to police brutality. They also want a more equitable society. But I would want to see some deep systemic changes in law enforcement, in education, in business. And that only really comes with white people becoming more than allies and acting. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson speaks with protesters about a new wave of activism that could save black lives. As we mentioned, the U.S. Supreme Court has ruled employers cannot fire workers because they are gay or transgender. As St. Louis Public Radio's Kay Petron reports, some Missouri workers worry the state's labor laws could make the federal ruling hard to enforce. Missouri employers can fire workers at will at any time for any reason. Beth Gombas works for Metro Trans Umbrella Group in St. Louis. They say the state's at-will laws mean that federal legal protections might not help all LGBTQ workers. Even if there are protections in place, they're not any good unless you have proof that that's why they fired you. So while this ruling is really great um, in our favor, it's not going to do much unless there's additional protections for workers. Some unions and private employers have contracts that protect gay and transgender workers. Gamba says that those jobs might still offer more immediate protection in Missouri than the new Supreme Court ruling. I'm Kay Petron, St. Louis Public Radio. The state of Missouri can fully reopen today as phase two of Governor Mike Parson's recovery plan takes effect. St. Charles County is following the governor's plan. County Executive Steve Ellman says people who work in that area have, quote, taken extraordinary steps to protect our community against the spread of COVID-19. State restrictions are lifted, but there are recommendations to follow social distancing and to wear a mask in public. Jefferson and Franklin counties are also following the governor's plan. Local communities are allowed to keep their coronavirus restrictions in place. Most businesses in St. Louis City and County have been allowed to reopen, but there are limits about how many people are allowed into each operation. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker is taking calls to defund the police as a need to increase police accountability and mental health services. Bill Wheelhouse reports. The governor says he's working with lawmakers on a police reform package. He says he doesn't want to have people on the police force who are committing the crimes we're seeing on videos. He also calls for better funding of mental health services. These are people who are sometimes homeless, and police are sometimes forced to arrest them because they're a danger to themselves or a danger to others, but it's because they have a health problem that needs to be addressed. The governor says he's also looking hard at the idea of licensing police officers. Pritzker made those comments during a stop in Belleville. I'm Bill Wheelhouse. Members of the Islamic Foundation of Greater St. Louis are planning to meet with African-American leaders soon in a show of support in the fight for equal rights. Foundation spokeswoman Gazala Hayat. Justice for everybody is a paramount. That's the basis for a society. 
everybody. If it is not treated equally, the society would not function. She also says Muslims want to make it clear that justice is a human right. The foundation placed a full-page newspaper ad on Sunday proclaiming that Muslims stand for racial justice. Protesters will be back on some streets of the St. Louis region today to demand an end to police brutality. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports black St. Louisans say after decades of frustration, there is finally a sense of urgency to save black lives. Marches, candlelight vigils, and teach-ins are continuing across the St. Louis region as activists call for police to stop killing black people. Protesters are angry that a Minneapolis police officer killed George Floyd and say St. Louis area officers are still abusing their power. And that's what pushed Roberta McWoods to lead a peace walk in Kirkwood. Trayvon Martin, Alton Sterling. McWoods says she's been to many marches, but the ones happening now feel different. She thinks white people are finally opening their eyes to how systems harm black people. We should should still do our part in trying to bring an awareness to it by protesting and speaking up for people. But you're talking about systemic levels of racism that didn't get there overnight. So it's going to take years of intentional change for that to happen. McWoods is an organizer of Kirkwood Teachers of Color and the high school's track and field coach. She says she uses her influence to stir up change. She thinks police will continue to kill black people, but some cities across the country are finally working to stop that and save black lives. McWoods says she is happy that white people are speaking up about the injustices that black Americans have faced for generations. But I would want to see some deep systemic changes in in, in law enforcement, in education, in business, um, and all those. And that only really comes with white people becoming more than allies and acting. No justice! No peace! No racism! No peace! Black Americans know that demonstrations come and go like one that took place in downtown St. Louis. But the movement will continue as long as people keep talking about it. Some say even the move by corporations to stand in solidarity with Black America helps. Worldwide Technology, Perina, and other companies have expressed support for the movement. St. Louis resident Lauren Work says corporate America's decision to publicly support the Black Lives Matter movement is a sign that they are listening to the people. To be in the middle of a viral pandemic and now to be able to witness what's happening to Black folks on a daily, um, in such a very visual manner, I think the importance and the need of the conversation has spread beyond the communities that have initially led it in the past. Many people in the St. Louis region say activism in Ferguson helped inspire the nationwide movement. DeMarco Davison is a community organizer for Metropolitan Congregations United. He says it's a pivotal moment right now for black Americans and it's clear that the world is finally listening. I hate that historically the seeds of incremental change is usually watered with the blood and tears of black people. But we have mainly white institutions calling this out. And that's a huge step forward. Protesters across the nation are calling for cities to defund police departments. Davidson says he doesn't want to abolish policing, but he does want St. Louis area departments to prohibit deadly police tactics and to make sure that officers have regular mental health checks. What we are aiming for and we'll continue to work towards is better policies for not just police, but for education for children. And we want to 
being able to have a healthier community for our future. Davidson says for the system to change, the black community needs everyone's voice. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.